Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Post. I'm your host Jordan Abdul. Sorry it's been a while, but obviously with the COVID outbreak, we haven't been able to get any of the boys in to do an episode, and we still don't have Dags with us. He's absolutely killing it at Featherstone at the minute, so the show must go on. But I'm really looking forward to getting him back so he can take a little bit of the workload off me. Um, joining us today, we have. Two of the former Hull FC players leading up to Derby Week. We've got Dean Adley and Jez Litton. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thanks for having us. I think I've known you two the longest, so I think it's about time that you two come on and support my podcast. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll start off, obviously, whichever one you wants to go first, you can do. But it's the same question to both. When did you start playing? Like, When did you actually first pick up a rugby ball? Go on, Jez. Uh... I think it was probably when I was about five or six. I did start off playing football. What, six months or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For you it would have been, you know, always yeah, got the ball yeah. on you. Yeah. Uh, no, I've always loved playing sport and that, and I first started off playing football. And then I didn't really take to it that much. Even I still loved it, but I loved rugby more. So I think my dad took me down to Westall and then I just never looked back, really. Yeah. I still did play football a bit at school and that, but... I, I could never really fit in alongside with my rugby because that was... Yeah, you, get, you get a point, don't you, where you yeah, can yeah. sort of play one yeah. and then straight after the other, but then they start going the same time, don't they? Yeah, like, yeah. I was yeah. like that. Oh, you did now. did you get into it? Yeah, again, started off quite young. I was about five or six and went down to a local team. Uh, started playing for a bit and, you know, really enjoyed it. And But to be honest, you know, I enjoyed playing a bit of football and... And other sports as well as quite and I enjoyed uh, doing the other aspects as well so it wasn't until you know when you started getting into like secondary school yeah. when uh, you know when you realize that you know this I think this is going to be the career for me where you start taking it a bit more serious uh, you know as a kid you just you just want to enjoy it you just want to go out there yeah. with your mates and it's just a laugh, isn't it? enjoy what you're doing uh, so yeah again you know started off quite young and uh, enjoyed enjoyed playing the rugby like for you a man who's got like a lot of hidden demons inside like you've got a lot really? of anger inside <laughs> of you aren't you like I can for you you're the type of person that your parents would send you to rugby just to like get that out of your system well like, I'm like on the right lines or no you couldn't be uh, anything <laughs> they're wrong <laughs> well nah. we've had we've had a couple of people that have said that you've probably killed a few people in your time do you want to like Right, a few wrongs there, or well, I've seen Dino box as well, and he's a scary it, man. So there's someone up, up there that's gone, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I don't know, you're boys. Uh, <laughs> I'm the nicest kid you'll ever meet. So I, I think that I, I think, I think that's what it is, from. though. It, it's it's an act, isn't it? You'll just be nice. <laughs> I don't know. I've, seen, I've I seen you flick quite a few times with me. But yeah, moving on. Knowing what you know now about obviously like football salaries, rugby salaries, do you wish that when you was younger you probably favoured football instead? Like obviously when we do our recovery sessions, we like to play football, a bit of cricket and stuff like that and the full team's buzzing as soon as the football's out, aren't they? So there's probably something there where deep down we're like, we probably could have done a year as sixth choice goalkeeper, surely. Yeah, absolutely. I always think I'd love to see how I turned out in football if I put as much into it as I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, similar. I I really enjoyed playing football when I was younger, so, you know, it was one of them where 
actually, I, I think about when I was about 12 or 13, uh, you know, I went through a little stage where I wasn't really enjoying playing rugby and yep. I love playing football. So, I, you know, I nearly made a decision to stop playing rugby and start playing football there. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm glad I didn't in the end, like, but, you know, I enjoy both games and, yeah. Just just one year at CDM, though, it'd be all right, wouldn't it? Just one year. Second choice CDM, 20 minutes a game, 50 grand a week. Do you reckon? Well, you'll get that in rugby anyways, Dean, so it doesn't matter feel, but it's more for like me and Jez, we'd, we'd, we'd like that one more. Mark, yeah, you drove. Nah. Not yet, man. Well, obviously, you both came through the FC Academy. What was it like? We'll start with you, Dino, because you're the senior bloke here. What was the academy like when you was there? Because obviously it was a lot different when me and Jez was there, because where we was based and stuff. What was it like for you? Yeah, it, obviously it was like you say it was a bit different. It was you know back then it was under 18s and yep. uh, reserves, which was like a proper reserves where you had quite a lot of the older kids, and then you had a lot of your first teamers as well who weren't playing. They were playing, so it was a really good standard. And uh, yeah, that that was obviously the system. Uh, Obviously, when Rovers came back into Super League and started playing derbies, uh, the you know we started playing academy derbies, and yep. you know there there was a really good standard, and it, even even those games where you know you could tell you know the the rivalry and yep. uh, the games went up a notch. So it, even from like academy reserve standard, it you know it went up in intensity and. Everybody looked forward to to that to them games. Was it uncommon for like first years or second years to just be playing reserves every week? Like if the academy was like too easy for them, or was it like a bit like the first team in the reserves? Like unless you're absolutely killing it, then you're probably never going to play reserves until you're over eighteen. Like how did it work? Yeah, like I said, the the eighteens and the reserves was a really good standard. Uh, you know, it, like you touched on, unless you was sort of ahead of where you should be, you, you would predominantly stay in the eighteens until and that was enough. Until you sort of hit that age where obviously you move on into the reserves. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a, in my personal opinion. That, I think that's the way it should be. I think everyone should have an under eighteens and it should be reserves. Yeah, you know, I know when. When I made that step up from playing under 18s to reserves, you know the the leap was unbelievable. You know, you, had, you know some of the teams had some really good players who were playing now, and you know for me that's the way you should be playing now. Yeah, go to you, Jess. Obviously, it was a bit different with us. It was you either playing under 19s or you're on loan to a championship team, or you're playing first team. Like there wasn't quite that step in between, was there? So no, no, and. Especially like because we was in the academy together, I'd say more when you was progressing. A lot of my age group had playing first team, weren't we? So like, yeah, yeah, sort of like a missed opportunity for our academy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. When I first came through, obviously I we had a real strong under nineteens team, didn't yeah. we? We our age group, and then a lot of you started to break through into the first team, didn't you? Yeah. So that was a chance for us boys to play, which was good really because we was playing against lads which was like your age and it was good for us progressing and that but uh, yeah like you say for some of the boys like you it's, it's a big step in it that when like the under 19s is a bit too easy for them but first teams like 
not yeah. quite ready for that yet. So, yeah, I think there needed to be something in between there. No, no, I agree. Dino, um, obviously you you left rugby at one point, didn't you? Like, how did what was the thoughts behind that? Was it just just want enjoying what you were doing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, from you know sort of late secondary school up until I was about eighteen, I, I went through a phase where I wasn't really enjoying playing rugby and uh, wasn't enjoying you know even just going training. I, yeah. I just I don't, I'm not too sure. I just going through a phase where maybe I just needed a break and I, I played up until uh, I was eighteen in the academy at Hull and. I just decided that I just needed to like you know I needed to walk away and just yep. have a break from the game and yeah I went uh, went to uh, work in the glass factory uh, do some oh, nice. do some normal work uh, do some ad graft is that why you've got the built up anger that's it yeah, yeah that, that's where it's coming from we found we found it from the core but yeah. I think yeah. we all go through that like six month spell where you just like I just cannot be bothered to keep doing this but love of the game and it just for, yeah. you, for you obviously well, money takes over but it, I, like I've I've said before it, it was the best thing I've ever done I, you know I needed to do I, I came back a, a total different person yep. a player and uh, if I hadn't have done that then I, I can tell you I wouldn't have ever made it so yep. no it was the best thing I ever did And was it more like an eye opener to be working like long hours and like the luxuries of being like a sportsman gone out the window or was it just more you yeah. just missed the game. Yeah, I mean, it's a totally different world, you know. Working yeah. eight till five in a in a factory, you know, Monday to Friday, it, it does make you realise, you know, how lucky we've got it being a professional sportsman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did have that like that sense of uh, I want to I want to get back playing rugby. I actually, uh, I when I decided, I I went down to Mighton and I I. Uh, I had one training session there, and then I had a phone call from someone at, from at all, uh, and they basically said, "Oh yeah, we've heard that you've come, uh, back. come back playing rugby. Yeah, would you like to come down?" And then I ended up uh, going down at all and playing in the under twenties, uh, which was it was the one season only where they had a twenties, uh, yep. and there was obviously there was like me, Jamie Shaw, Tom Larnham who come through that team. Uh, yeah, that that was the only year. If you know, if I hadn't have gone when I did, you know, I, I wouldn't have had that opportunity to uh, get a first team deal. So yeah, yeah. If it comes back around and it comes full circle. We'll just talk a little bit about. Obviously, we was all at all together. <coughs> we all left within like six months of each other. Obviously, I left with a year still on my contract. Just I don't know if wanted to play. How did it come about? Were you two leaving? Uh. I think I just want want playing. To be fair, yeah. And I think that I had the opportunity to leave. I, I was playing at Donny a lot. I was still enjoying training at FC, and I had, had a lot of mates and stuff there. But I felt like there was opportunities where I could have played, and I didn't get put in. So I just felt like it was you my needed, time to yeah. to move and get a fresh start. And the opportunity came, and I just thought. Yeah, I'm sick. It was a tough decision to make, obviously. Probably the same with you boys, but yeah, I've, I've never looked back since. And yeah, it's it, it's good, but I don't I, I don't hold no grudges at FC. I just don't think I was in Radis's plans, but yeah. I, I still enjoyed my time there. And like 
you got along with a lot of coaches as well, didn't you? Like Atto and that, there was spot on. I think, I think that was the hard thing because Radha's actually, I honestly believe that he wanted to have a team of local lads, but yeah, yeah. it was as soon as you give somebody a, a couple of games, they then want to be in every week and then yeah, yeah, you get frustrated, yeah. don't you? But yeah. obviously there's no secret that FC spend a lot of money on their starting team and if you're not in that starting team, it's tough to get in the team. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough, but you know, they didn't know a grudge. It's just it was just that situation, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's just how it fell, and it's not always going to work out, is it? No. So. What about you, Dino? Because obviously you, you went away on loan at Wakey, so and then you came back, and then you was a starter. So I don't understand how that like went wrong. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, obviously, my first few years was. Like most young kids, where you're sort of in and out of the team, you you know at first you're just happy to uh, get a few games. Get, a game, and get the parents bonus every now and again. Well, not for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, just yeah. At first, you, you just enjoy you know playing when you do, and you, you're just doing your best, and uh, yeah. And then you, you get to a, a stage where you know I had that year at Wakefield where you know I played every week, and you know I felt like I played well and. You know, I came back to Hull and I was starting every week and, you know, on the back of that I got England Knights call as well. So I felt like, you know, when I do play, I, you know, I was doing a job and I was getting better and, uh, yeah, I just went through a period in that beginning of 2019 where I just wasn't playing, you yeah. know, sort of in and out again and I, uh, it was a big decision I had to make but, you know, it was definitely the right one. I, I, I couldn't afford to be... In and out, you know, given the stage where I'm at, and I want to be playing every week, and I want something something different, and that's why I decided to come here. Was it excitement about moving, or like deep down, like I remember when I came in 2017 on loan, and I was like, I want to be playing, but are, are people going to accept me because I've come from the overall team? Do you know what I mean? It, it, did any of that go with you? What was it just me that was just? I think I felt like that. I think I signed and then I thought I've done the right thing. It's mad, isn't it? I sort of signed and then we got we, we could go early, didn't we? And yeah. Radha said like, "Kr, okay, I want you to go early." I was sat there thinking, "Is this the right, is this the right thing what I've done?" But yeah, I, I never looked back really since coming here, like meeting Tony and the yeah. coaches and that. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, but it, it is a it's a it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. You know when you when you've been somewhere so long and you know you know everybody you know your surroundings and to just suddenly decide that right I'm gonna go somewhere else it, it is a big thing you know especially for me as well I, I know I like to know I like to be comfortable yeah and know what you're doing and enjoy where where I am and to decide right I'm going to go somewhere else it is a it's a massive Especially thing to but to, yeah, the rival team yeah, it just it. leaving like going to another club it was coming here I well, think that's so. what made mine a bit easier is when I left all I went to London so I couldn't have gone like any further away before I came back whereas yeah, you yeah. were like yeah. you were like proper cooking it didn't you I think everyone was supportive though really like it yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like I was playing and just decided to leave <laughs> like I, I had a, like a reason to leave yeah so, uh, I think fans, fans are good, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. I think they do make you feel welcome and make it easy for you, and obviously the players. So it's been good. We'll just talk a little bit about Tony. Obviously, he is the complete opposite to Radders. 
Like, what impacts Tony had on how you play? Because some people probably couldn't work with Tony because he is really calm and probably pumps your tyres up a lot more than other coaches do. And Radders is like the opposite. Like, how would you feel Tony's had an impact on you two as players? Yeah, I, I've loved working with Tony uh, since I've been here. Uh, he, like he, like you said, there he's quite calm. He's quite sort of relaxed, but. Uh, definitely a pushover, or no. you know, someone where you, you know when you go out on the field and you know you know that you know you have to be accountable, you have to you know you have to work hard and you have to perform ultimately, or or you won't be playing. <laughs> and I think he's already shown that you know he's a ruthless coach as well. So yep. uh, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely you know one of the best coaches uh, I've played under. He's, he's one of them where he sort of he makes you accountable but rather than making you go onto the field thinking if I don't do this this is going to happen you sort of want to go out and do it you know rather than thinking that you're not going to do it like if that makes sense he, he has a way of yeah. getting you to do things without being too direct with it I think uh, he's just made it real simple for me just for like little things and I just I just think <laughs> and then I don't. I don't feel no pressure. I feel like he's approachable. Yeah. And yeah, he's just made it simple, like my role, and he's gone into detail, you know, like with my game, which I ain't had as much before. And I think he's like put a lot of work into into me and my game. So I can't speak highly enough of him, and I love working with him. And glad it's I'm here for longer now, and hopefully he's going to be here as well. Yeah. Obviously, we're leading up to Derby Day. Do you have like different feelings coming up to it, knowing that you're playing against Ull and obviously we'll come through the academies there, or do you see it as just like another game, just a bit more, a bit more I just, rivalry? Just want to beat him, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to, just want to beat him. Just give a little smile up. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. You'd be lying if you said it. You know, it's just another game because it, it's not, is it? It's no. Yeah, it's Especially big, when you're local. F- for me, it's the yeah. biggest derby uh, in the league. Uh, yeah. So, no, it's not just another game, but you've got to approach it in in the same manner that yeah, you would that's any what, other that's game. You do, 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 you, do you do anything different no. to derby? Like, it is just a game of rugby, but it's just it's the end result that just means more than yeah. No, you you still got to go through the same processes. Yeah. Uh, that you would any other game. You know, ultimately we want to win, and you just got to do what you would normally do, wanting to win a game. So, but no, uh, we certainly want to win that game. Gonna paint a scenario. Obviously, we'll be at full capacity for the derby when we play at Hull's ground. If either of you scores the winning try in front of the south stand, would you kiss the badge just to like give it that bit more, or would you be uh, respectful and do the footballers hand up, head down? I think I'd do that celebration what Griff did, you know, in front of the KR fans. Oh yeah, nice. I think Just I'd try and give it, give it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd do that. What would you do, Dino? Top off Alan. Top Shearer? off for Alan Shearer's. Yeah. <laughs> All the way around the pit. I wouldn't set my top off if I scored. I'd buy off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, we'll move on to. We'll talk a little bit about the teammates. You know, we can get get a little bit of dirt on them. So you can relax now, we're not talking about you, just fire away, just like you've been doing. So we'll start off with, who's our funniest team, mate? Uh, Greg's up there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of funny boys, but I think 
Greg's a funny kid. Like you yeah, can he's tell a good kid as just, well. He's just off his head, isn't he? Yeah, yeah you, t- you turn he's on a different breed. He's yeah. just got his speedos on. And <laughs> I think <laughs> and it's it, like he's more like the Joker, isn't he? Morning, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just an idiot. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice lad, is Greg. Who stinks? Oh, uh, there's a few. There, there is a few, isn't there? Uh, Jez, uh, Jez likes to skip a shower <laughs> now and then. Yeah, he's, uh, especially he's, in pre-season he's got on long, long days. After pre-season, you like to do uh, that, don't you? Those things. There's a few smelly breaths, isn't there? Well, Annie's gone now, Annie. Uh, Annie was a common theme until yeah. he went on loan. Yeah. Like, he went through a rut in pre-season, didn't he? He's, like, a, sw- he's a sweaty bloke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> used to do the walk bike and then go straight into video and you could just smell everything that's oh, coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Jez is up there, he's got to be. You've sort of got this image where people just say to you that you don't shower, so I think you'll just have to like... It's a very quick shower as well. It is quick. What are them showers doing? (laughs) What are them come out (laughs) of? They do what you got. Yeah, I don't really like them showers. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't really like the smell of you when you don't get in the shower, (laughs) so you've got to be a good teammate sometimes. We'll move on. Who's got the worst airline, or who's... In denial about how bad their airline is, like Dino, yours was bad, and you've. Done I'm the not right in thing. denial, but I have got a bad, a bad airline. Yeah, that's what I mean. You've done something. But about I'm not in you've denial. Took, you've took the approach. There's a couple of boys. Who, There's a few boys still hanging on. Like Kano, I don't understand what he's doing at the minute. I, I, I really aren't sure. I, f- I think you've got to throw Jono in there as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Jono has been getting some stick, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, but he's. He's doing his best to cover it up. If you, if it's bad, just accept it's bad and just take it on the chin for a week and then make a decision on what you want to do with your life. But I think the more you cover it up... I'll just go to where it gets. Yeah, you have to sign an ideal on How do you do that, Dino? Nah. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm happy with the serial killer look. It's good. I like it. Who's the most skillful? Skillful player. Yeah, just, uh, just like just can just do everything. I think you're up there. I don't want to blow too much smoke up. Yeah, but I think. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think when he's up there as well, he's a silky player. You two are skillful, like all round, like. Yeah, I think I think Dino for like the position he plays, he's got a lot of skill. Yeah, there's, I, not, I there's not a lot of people that can do. You've played halfback a few times, haven't you? And yeah, a bit. Back, back row. Okay. Yeah. He was an hooker, wasn't you? Super League hooker. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you ever like Castino for like pointers on dummy half service? Because there's been a couple where <laughs> I've had to like pick it off the ground when you've yeah, passed yeah, it, whereas yeah. when Dino gives me the ball, it's like right in front of me just where I need it. No, no, I think we might have to start doing yeah. a few extra sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably, no, no, that's, probably that's fine. Tack is quite silky. Yeah, Tack is, When he actually trains. forgot about Tack, yeah. Yeah, it's easy yeah, to forget, but we never see him, it's yeah, easy yeah. to forget. <laughs> so you don't need to, do you? <laughs> well, that's You're it. playing like you are. But leading on to the next question, who is our worst trainer? Oh, let me just think. Well, apart from Tackers. Uh, it's tough because Tackers doesn't trainer, train. Yeah, worst trainer whilst training. Who's, yeah, just a worst trainer. I think um, you've got to throw Muzz in there as well. Yeah, Muzz loves to drop ball. Yeah. So, since, since we've come back, I don't think he's caught one, has he? Bless him. No. Uh, I'll give him his jewels. He's doing like extras at the end of sessions. But yeah, I don't like to, I don't like to wrestle with him or 
go no, and oh, contact no. or like that, I try and stir well away. But but you'd back him in a game of kick, you'd like back yourself <laughs> yeah. in a game of kick tennis against yeah. him, wouldn't you? 100%. Who loves themselves the most? Just vain, just um, loves everything about the self. Oh, Ollie, it's got to be in it. Yeah. Be, well, I don't yeah. blame him because I, I'd love. You just got to love Ollie yeah. if I was Ollie. He's a smart lad, isn't he? <laughs> but you can't. Yeah, but he, he does love it. But fair play. It works hard to love it. Don't he would love it, yeah, if you had yeah. his rig and that. So yeah, Ollie's a pretty good show yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Who's got the worst dress sense? Uh, <laughs> I think you could be up there. What on a big coat? <laughs> yeah, I reckon Quinny. It's, it has to yeah, be an Tom and Jerry I've, Yeah, I've, yeah. he's wore a couple of questionable things, so yeah. I'd say uh, Adam. One that got thrown up was Kane. <laughs> yeah. But he had like a, a Stone Island t-shirt. I've never seen an Aussie in a Stone Island t-shirt before. <laughs> what is going on? Like He looks and dresses like he's in his 50s, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, when he oh, plays, yeah, yeah. he's like class, but away from rugby... It looks like someone who was working in Aldi, doesn't he? Like, let's yeah. be, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, he's struggling. Who do you reckon could suck the most? Like, if we was like having a good night out, who do you reckon would drink the most? Definitely not Cobbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to go into uh, details on that one? I remember Mossy <laughs> when Mossy was here. Like, yeah, Mossy. Parents, couldn't he? Yeah. I used to do let people drink half a pint and then they'd <laughs> yeah. still beat them one yeah. But I think no. I'm trying to think. It's tough because we haven't really had like that, no, the opportunity, yeah, have we? Been had last year, year or so, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you would normally think like someone like Corbin coming, you'd probably think he could suck, but he's he's had a shot Tom, on me. Somewhere, somewhere's got to be. He's like yeah, yeah. champ at the minute, isn't he? Yeah. You I'd, you stay out a while, don't you, Dean? I don't know how much you actually drink. I'm but pretty. You, you're there, right? Yeah. <laughs> you pace pretty yourself. consistent. Yeah. You pace um, yourself. I like to try and stay out. Yeah. With all the boys. Yeah. I don't think I'd back myself, you know. No, I definitely wouldn't. I'd be out there, but I don't think I'd actually be drinking. I'd just be there just to say that I was there <laughs> yeah. all night. <laughs> it was our coach's pet. Ooh. Uh, I think Jez. I think Jez is going to be in there. Yeah, you, Tony mm, does love you. Probably you. I don't think Tony Abba, likes. Yeah. I actually don't think Tony yeah. likes me. I always see him in the coach's office. And yeah, he's always getting into me. You lot think that me and Tony are like that. I don't think he likes me. I really don't. I think he's put <laughs> me on like a long deal just so he can get into me for a little bit longer. Uh, We've got skids, haven't we? But he's yes. skipper, so you don't know if it's just captain and coach talking. But tackers, like he can get away. We're not training if he speaks to Tony. <laughs> I've never seen it like it. Like I've spoke to. Physios and they've gone. Oh yeah, there's not wrong with him. He's just spoke to Tony and said they don't have to do anything until captain's run. So he could be up there. Uh, I'd say you, Jordan. Mate. Yeah, you, you, you take that title on that one. It's a tough call, that. But I'll, I'll, I'll cop it. Who's our fittest and unfittest player? Uh, I think we've got a couple of like fit boys I and then a, a lot of unfit. Yeah, Matt. Fittest unfittest. Matt's the fittest. Fittest and unfittest. Like, you, you and Matt are like probably yeah. up there with everything out. Like, Matt's quicker, but. Yeah. You've just. You can just keep going, think, can't you? Yeah. yeah. I think. I think Matt, I think Matt is, is our fittest, isn't he? I yeah. Think yeah. When we do our, when we do our Bronco tests, he's. Yeah, he's. Uh, he always smashes it, doesn't he? So, I reckon he's the I fittest. I love it when Dino says, uh, 
Oh. Just before I, we start. I, I, I ain't doing anything. I ain't doing anything in off-season. And then you ah, see him. Naturally fit. Naturally <laughs> fit. Then you find out he's been doing five-a-side three days a week for six weeks. And then he absolutely smashes it. That's yeah, why you're all going I wrong. I think uh, George is a, a fit kid as well. We, we do have a couple of fit middles, yeah. don't we? Like, who can just keep like pludgering along. Who's our run fittest? Is it? Go on. This well, I, f- I think probably Alb's in it at the minute. It's probably in first. Yeah, it's, it's a but, bit harsh that. But, but he's going back and he's, he's looking, looking in good shape. Tackers as well. Yeah, when Tackers. we watched, when we watched them tempo is... runs, Tackers was a good five metres behind <laughs> Albie. Was he? Yeah, then that that was quite bad. You... Oh, well, sorry, Alb's. But... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else who like goes under the radar, like, Hall is not unfit. Like, let's not get this wrong. But yeah, he's built. He's like built for it. power. Yeah. Like once he's hit his max, like he's done after that, isn't he? Like yeah. he pushes himself to his limit, but then he can he can die in a control, can't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's 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 not made. He's not made for. He's running, not made is for he? endurance, is he? No, but I don't think we really have anyone who stands out. That I think we're quite a, a fit team. Like there's no massive. Yeah, like, like when we play, there. we play fast. We play with energy. Like we never look like. We're clinging on, yeah. which is it, it is good. It's just obviously we just have some people who can just do it yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, that was good. We'll we'll wrap that up and thanks for coming on, lads. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and you two obviously aren't the most confident doing stuff like this, so I appreciate you taking your time to come on and show a bit of support. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, George. Thanks Enjoy for having it. us. No worries, mate. Thanks for everybody for listening and showing continued support and hope that you listen to the next episode.